fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Before this exciting adventure, a word from our sponsor. General Mills, makers of Cheerios, the ready-to-eat oat cereal that gives you go power, and Wheaties, the breakfast of champions, present by special recording, The Lone Ranger. Hello, friends. This is The Lone Ranger. I'd like you to listen to something. All over the country, in every direction, how you, how you doing is the question, and here's one that have had that these people have to say. You know, that's right. People in various parts of the country have different accents, perhaps, or dress a little differently. But the ones with plenty of drive, the go-getters, have one thing in common. They're careful about their diet. They see to it that they eat a good, honest breakfast every day. And a breakfast built around wheat couldn't be better for you. Wheat is real man food. So, bear in mind. Keep on eating your wheat, and you'll be do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful mask rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow! I'm Silver! Hooray! Hawk Renner gripped the barred door of a jail cell in the town of Rainbow Bend in northern Texas. The big killer was worried. His face was tense with fear and anxiety until he heard the door of the sheriff's office close. Howdy, Sheriff. It's Pike. Relaxing slightly at the sound of his friend's voice, Hawk listened tensely to the conversation in the office at the end of the jail corridor. Sheriff, I'm John Jones, a traveling fox. This is my friend, Mr. Hood. Howdy. Exposing as a preacher. What's your business here, Parson? I hear you have a prisoner in jail. Uh, No good killer named Hawk Renner. We caught him last night. Every sinner deserves a chance to repent, Sheriff. I'd like to talk to Hawk Renner about turning over a new leaf. Well, you're welcome to talk to him if you want it. But before I take you to his cell, I'll have to search you for weapons. Go ahead, sir. We're not carrying guns. Well, I'll make sure of that. Yeah. All right. This way. Sure, sure. After making sure the callers were unarmed, Sheriff Tom Pine escorted them to Hawk Renner's cell. Call me when you're ready to leave, gents. I'll let you out. Right, Sheriff. Now then, my good man, my friend and I have come here to talk the to you about... out of here, Pike. What's the idea of posing as a preacher, Pike? I had to get to see you somehow, Hook. I figured the sheriff would be sure to let a lawyer or a parson talk to you. How'd the law get you? Uh, some tin horn started a fight with me in the gambling hall down the street last night. 
When the sheriff busted up the ruckus, he recognized me. Uh-oh. After he arrested me, I found out two witnesses in Greenville saw us come out of the cattleman's bank two months ago when we pulled that robbery and shot the guard. What? They gave the description to Marshal Morgan in Greenville. He telegraphed it to every lawman in these parts. What's more, I had some of the paper money we stole when the sheriff got me. You mean the serial numbers are on record? Yeah. (laughs) You were dead set on getting your share of the loot and paper money. I thought it'd be easier to carry. Pike and me were smart to take gold dust. There's no way of tracing that. Even though the witnesses didn't get a close look at you, you're in as much trouble as I am. Why? If you don't get me out of here... I'll tell the law about both of you. Now, wait a minute, Hawk. We can't bust you out of jail. I'm not asking for that. All I want you to do is take care of the witnesses. They live in Greenville, huh? That's right. A day's travel from here. Sheriff Pine sent Deputy Clyde Grady there to get sworn statements from both of them. Grady will bring them back here and they'll be used against me. How come he's bringing statements? Why not bring the witnesses back? He's getting sworn statements so the witnesses won't be able to change their minds when my trial starts. A crippled fellow named Sam Banner is one of the witnesses. The other is a widow named Mary Nolan. Sam Banner and Mary Nolan. They've got to be killed. I don't know much about the law, but if they're killed, those statements might still carry a lot of weight with the judge. Maybe so. Grady left here early this morning. He won't reach Greenville till tonight. We can't get there ahead of him. You don't have to get there ahead of him. If you get him on the way back, destroy the statements, and then take care of the witnesses, there'll be nothing on record against me. The witnesses won't be alive to make any new statements. Right. You're asking us to get rid of three people. If you don't get rid of them, I'll hang. Yeah, but so will you. I'll not go to the gallows alone, Hood. Now take it easy, Hawk. I mean it, Pike. Before I hang, I'll make sure the law gets you and Hood. No, we're not going to hang. If I do, we'll take care of the witnesses and the deputy. You'd better. Don't worry about a thing. Now tell us what Clyde Grady looks like so we can be on the lookout for him. He's a fellow about your size with red hair and a short red beard. When he left here, he was wearing a checked shirt, dungarees, and a buckskin vest. There's a deputy's badge pinned to the vest. We'll watch for him. Be sure you get those papers from him. Then toss his body into Big Engine River so he won't be found for a long time. Don't worry. We'll take care of him. After thanking the sheriff for letting them see the prisoner, Pike and Hood left the jail. They headed for the livery stable, mounted their horses, and rode south from town. It's local, Pike. Why get ourselves in trouble to save that jughead? We'll be in plenty of trouble if he doesn't get out of jail. We could clear out of the country. If he talks, we'd never reach the border. Every peace officer this side of the Rio Grande will be watching for us. Then Hawks got us. Yeah, he knows it, too. How will we get Deputy Grady? On his way back from Greenville to Rainbow Bend, he'll have to travel one of two routes. Hey, he'll take the trail border in Big Engine River or the Canyon Rim Trail overlooking the river. Whichever one he takes, we'll gun him, get the papers, and toss the body into the river like Hawks said. How will we know which trail he'll take? We'll ride to the place where the trail splits. We'll watch till he comes along and go after him. The only good part of the whole scheme is using the river to get rid of the body. I don't like things any better than you do. Save our necks, we gotta go through with this. There's no use complaining. Uh, I reckon not. When Hawk's out of jail, our troubles will be over. As soon as he's free, I'm gonna make doggone sure he never has another chance to blackmail us like this. 
There's only one way to do that. Yeah. I'll deal with him just like we're dealing with Deputy Grady. <laughs> yeah. Now you're talking, Hood. I'll go along with that. Come on, now. Come on. Get in here. Come on, here. Pleased with the thought that they eventually would be rid of Hawk Renner, the two killers spent the rest of the day traveling. Deputy Grady. Yeah, Savvy. As soon as we see him, we'll start traveling. Meanwhile, we'll camp here. How about breaking out the supplies? I'm hungry. Yeah. We'll get a meal started right away. The killers took turns standing watch that night. Then, shortly after daybreak the next morning, Pike started a fire to make coffee. Before the water boiled, Hood called... Hey, Pike, look here. What's wrong? Look down at the trail. A rider heading north. A red-headed rider. Wearing a check shirt and a buckskin vest. It's Deputy Grady. Must have left Greenville before daylight. Yeah, he's riding hard. We'll have to travel fast to overtake him. I'll saddle the horses. You put out the fire. Right. As quickly as possible, the killers saddled horses and packed their gear. When they reached the trail, Deputy Clyde Grady was already some distance ahead of them. We'll follow his tracks. Hood nodded and spurred his horse. Get up, get up, get up! The tracks the killers followed led to the fork in the trail. Oh, easy, easy now. Easy. With his eyes on the ground, Pike said... He's taking the trail of the canyon rim. Come on, Come on, get up, come on! Meanwhile, the Lone Ranger and Toto were traveling north at a leisurely pace along the Riverside Trail beneath the overhanging canyon rim. Swollen by recent rains, the river was unusually high and the current was rapid. The Lone Ranger signaled a halt in front of a deep cave in the canyon wall. We'll stop here and eat breakfast, Toto. That's a good idea, he said, big fella. There's more than enough wood to make a fire. Where we cross river? I hope we'll find a place ahead shallow enough to cross. Water here, plenty high. As the masked man and Toto gathered driftwood to build a fire, Pike and Hood sighted the hard-riding deputy sheriff on the canyon trail, nearly a hundred feet above the river. Racing to overtake the lawman, Hood drew his gun. Oh, stop that, Curtis! Where do we get closer? But the over-anxious killer had already fired. The shot narrowly missed Deputy Grady's head. Hood triggered his gun again. Grady bent low on the saddle and tried to return the outlaw's fire. But as he drew his gun, one of Hood's bullets struck his shoulder. I got him. We'll close in on him. Get up, get up. Come on. Continue our Lone Ranger adventure in just a moment. Diving Doris is 13, and she is the diving queen. She can do a flip because she knows she's got gold power from Cheerios. Yes, she's got gold power. There she goes. She's feeling her Cheerios. 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 That's a mighty good idea for you. Just make sure you eat a big bowl of Cheerios and milk every breakfast and you'll get Go Power, too. 
Because a Cheerios breakfast is loaded with proteins, vitamins, and minerals. The very things that help build healthy bodies, strong bones, good red blood, and muscles. Why, they'd be the sort of breakfast you'd go for even if they didn't taste so good. And they do taste delicious. Cheerios are a real oat cereal, already cooked with that delicious toasted oat flavor. So that's for you. Swell-tasting Cheerios and milk for Go Power. Eat them every morning and you'll hear... She's feeling her Cheerios. to continue. Slowing his horse, the wounded deputy saw the gunman approaching. Though he had no idea why they were after him, Clyde Grady knew they had been shooting to kill. Realizing he was too badly wounded to outrun them, he decided to take a desperate chance. Gathering his strength, he guided his horse to the edge of the trail. Then... He went over the side, back here. Ho, 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 ho. Easy, steady, boy. Hey, go from the saddle. Yeah. Yeah. You see him down there in the water? Yeah. No, no. The current might have swept him under the overhang. There's a stretch of water beneath this ledge that we can't see from here. Yeah, we got him anyway. Yeah. I'll head for Greenville to take care of the witnesses. You ride down to the river trail. If Grady managed to get out of the water, you'll see him. He'll be on foot and wounded. You'll have no trouble finishing him with a bullet. Then get those statements. Uh, well, I'll meet you in Greenville. It'll take you at least half an hour to get to the river trails and start moving. Easy, steady, boy. I'll see you later. All right. Come on, get up! Meanwhile, the Lone Ranger and Tonto had heard the gunfire on the canyon rim. They saw the wounded deputy fall. A moment later, the masked man dived into the river to rescue him. As he waded ashore with the unconscious deputy, Tonto said, Let me help you carry him, Kim I've got him, Tonto. Put him down here near the fire. You wounded in shoulder. Yes. He lost consciousness while I was bringing him to shore. He cut shirt away from him. While you dress it, I'll change his dry clothing. Toto finished bandaging the deputy's wound. Then the lone ranger examined Clyde Grady's blurred credentials. Oh, I... He's coming too. Oh, good. Well, where am now I? You, you take it easy. You're with friends. A masked man and a redskin. Masked man go into river. Save you. I never figured an owl hoot had saved my skin. You're not the first man to mistake me for an outlaw, Clyde. What? You know my name. We examined your credentials. Credentials? Great day in the morning. I I forgot about the statements. If they get... They're, uh, they're safe. I spread them near the fire to dry. I've got to take those papers to Rainbow Bend. Those statements mention Hawk Renner and two other men. If you read them, you know Hawk Renner and his pals robbed the Cattleman's Bank in Greenville. They shot a bank guard making their getaway. Where's Hawk Renner now? In jail in Rainbow Bend. Huh? We not know law capture him. We got him, all right. The men who helped him pull that robbery might be trying to keep you from reaching Rainbow Bend with these papers. I don't think so, mister. These statements won't carry any weight in court. The sheriff wanted them to make sure the witnesses won't change their testimony at the trial. Renner and his friends may not know that. Hey. Yes? Kimasabi. Yes? Rider, come this way. Maybe the ones who shot me are going to finish the job. There's just one rider, Clyde. Nevertheless, it might be a good idea for Tonto and me to move out of sight. Not right. 
Then you not have to answer questions about the mask. Come on, Toto. Ah. Well, what about me? We'll be inside the entrance to this cave covering you, so don't worry. As the masked man and Toto stepped out of sight, Clyde listened tensely to the hoofbeats of Hood's approaching horse. The killer was moving slowly, studying every inch of the shoreline for tracks. Then as he rounded a bend, he saw the deputy. Oh, hold it, hold it. Hood drew rein, snatching his gun from its holster. You're covered, Grady. You. Recognize me, do you? I got a good look at you and your pal before I went over the cliff. I didn't figure you'd get out of the river alive. Since you did, I'll finish what we started. Why are you gunning for me? I've never done anything to you. You're a lawman. Well, that's no reason to kill me. I want the statements you got in Greenville. So that's it. You're trying to save Hawk Renner. I'm saving myself. As Hood spoke, he saw the papers drying near the fire. Ah, there they are. Now, deputy. The Lone Ranger fired from inside the cave. A silver bullet struck the killer's gun, hopelessly smashing the weapon. An instant later, the masked man stepped into view, holding his coat. Now get your hands up. Hey, who are you? Oh, gone, mister. I've begun to think you weren't ever going to show yourself. What's your reason for wanting to save Hawk Renner? I'm not talking. We'll take him to Rainbow Bend and turn him over to Sheriff Pine. I want to deliver these statements to the sheriff there as soon as possible. As Clyde Grady spoke, Hood realized that as soon as the statements were delivered to the sheriff, Hawk Renner would talk. Deciding to try to save himself, he turned to the wounded deputy. What if I tell you all I know? You give me a break? You see that I don't hang? How come you're worried about hanging? I'll not answer questions till you promise to save my neck. I can't promise you anything. By making a deal with me, you might save two lives. What lives are you talking about? Sam Banner and Mary Nolan. The witnesses against Hawk Renner. My partner Pike's going to Greenville to get him. <laughs> Hawk will tell you everything. He'll swear I was with him when he robbed the cattleman's bank. I don't want to hang. If I get life instead of hanging for turning state's evidence... You talk I... too late. There's no way to save Sam Banner and Mary Nolan. Easy, city, big fella. I'll do my best to stop that killer before he reaches Greenville. He's riding a paint horse. He might be able to pick up his tracks on the canyon trail. Ride the Rainbow Bend with the deputy and his prisoner, Toto. I'll meet you there. He's heavy. Come on, send him there! I'll keep this coyote covered, Toto, while you tie his hands. Uh, me tie him plenty tight. Mask man doesn't have a chance of overtaking that crook. Mask friend's horse, silver, plenty fast. Uh, Lone Ranger have what? heap good chance to catch killer. Lone Ranger? That's right. You mean the mask man? He He's the Lone Ranger? That's right. Well, I'll be. If that's who he is, he's sure to catch Pike. Crook's hands tied plenty tight. Fine, that means we're all set to start for Rainbow Bend. Help him mount and we'll get going. The killer named Pike had more than an hour's start on the Lone Ranger. The masked man lost another half hour by riding to the canyon rim to look for tracks. When he found them, he swung to the saddle. He said enough. The mighty stallion raced ahead, traveling steadily at a ground-covering gallop. All right, big fellow. After several hours of hard travel, the Lone Ranger saw a cloud of dust rising on the trail ahead. Monsilver! Silver shot hoofs thundered across the plains, bringing the masked man closer to the man he sought. Soon, Pike was within shouting distance. Rain! The killer turned and saw the Lone Ranger. The masked man was reaching for his coiled lariat. Go, Rain, or I'll pull you from the saddle! Instead of obeying, Pike reached for his gun. He fired over his shoulder. The shot was wide. As he fired again, the Lone Ranger's lariat arced through the air. 
a bullet missed its mark. Hold over, hold. But the rope caught Pike, jerked tight, and pulled him from the saddle. Is any good fella? The masked man dismounted as the killer's horse stopped of its own accord a few feet away. You're covered. So don't try a fast move. If this is a robbery, mister, you're going to a lot of trouble. I'm taking you to the sheriff in Rainbow Bend. The Lone Ranger and his prisoner overtook Deputy Clyde Grady, Tonto, and the killer named Hood on the way to Rainbow Bend. From Hood, Pike learned the reason for his capture. He was cursing bitterly as the cavalcade reached Rainbow Bend after dark that night. Out of consideration for the masked man, the deputy led the way through alleys to the back door of the jail. Inside, you two. As they entered the building, he chuckled. <laughs> Looks like no one saw your mask, mister. Thanks, Clyde. Who's that? Hi there, Sheriff. Is that you, Clyde? Yep, I brought you some prisoners and a couple of mighty important visitors. What about those statements? I've got those, too. A masked man? What Take it easy, Sheriff. This man's the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? That's right. He helped me capture Hawk Renner's pals. My good. So you heard us talking, did you, Hawk? He sent these rattlers to kill me, Sheriff. This gent came to talk to Hawk yesterday. He posed as a preacher. He's a killer, Sheriff. Both of them are killers. I have two extra cells to accommodate them. Come on, you two. Come on, you bungling chuckheads. Now we'll all hang. Our work here is finished, Hutto. That's right. Goodbye, Clyde, and good luck. Why, I owe my life to you, mister. I'm glad we were nearby when you needed help. I'll not forget what you did for me. Adios. So long, and thanks. All set, fellow. Uh, be ready. I hope we meet again, Clyde. So do I, mister. Now I'll never get out of here. And no thanks to the Lone Ranger. Feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated is produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Your announcer, Fred Foy. Listen to the Lone Ranger brought to you by special recording Mondays through Fridays at this same time.